And so that's when I reached out to you because I thought I need, I need help. I need to fix this the right way, but I don't have the time. And the appeal with working with you was that I could do it when I could do it. I could get up at 5 a.m. and do these exercises when it fit my schedule versus having to try to figure out how I also got myself to physical therapy in addition to all my children's activities and work and, and her and my daughter's physical therapy. If you have ever asked yourself, how do I run a race injury-free or get out of the constant injury cycle, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to Healthy Runner, where I will teach you how to enjoy lifelong injury-free running so you can continue getting in those mental clearing runs and even hitting PRs well into your 40s, 50s, and beyond. My name is Dr. Dwayne Scotty avid half marathoner, coach, running physical therapist, and founder of Spark Physical Therapy Healthy Runner, where we help dedicated runners get stronger, run faster, and enjoy lifelong injury-free running with the perfect online running coach, even if you have been told to stop running with an injury. Learn more about our signature coaching program at programs.sparkyourtraining.com. Make sure you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or follow the show on Spotify so you don't miss the next episode. Thanks for joining me. Now on to the show. Have you been struggling with hip pain or upper hamstring pain that has been limiting your running? Um, maybe you've decreased your miles of your long run or started running at slower paces than you normally would. Um, have you seen a local provider, a uh, medical provider that just tells you to stop running? Um, have you tried Googling your injury and tried various exercises, but you just don't know which ones are best for you? Would you like to run pain-free and get back to running more miles than you ever imagined? If so, I have just the story for you to be inspired by. Um, Gretchen experienced this and felt this way too. So listen in to my interview with Gretchen on how she got her running back and her life too. Um, Gretchen just finished our 16-week Healthy Runner Coaching Program and actually just signed up to continue working um, with our team through our longevity program, where we map out two training cycles for you to get long-term changes because we're all about lifelong running and not only running for one goal race here at Healthy Runner. I just needed to share her story with you because I know it will provide you so much hope and inspiration for those of you who are struggling with getting back into running with hip or upper hamstring pain. So thank you so much for accepting my invite to come on, Gretchen. Thank you. My pleasure. I'm excited to uh, talk today. Yes. Yeah, this is going to be exciting. And guys, in this chat, Gretchen really is going to share how she got some clarity on what she needed to take her running to the next level. Um, you know, we, if you've ever wondered, I guess, what it would look like to work with our Healthy Runner coaching program or someone on our team, um, you're going to hear from someone who experienced it herself and worked with me personally and is now working with Coach Whitney on our team. Um, this is, like I said, will provide you a little bit of hope um, if you have hip pain and you don't think that you're ever going to meet your running goals because you're in pain right now. And if you guys are watching the video version of this, episode right now is always drop any and all questions in the comment box, whether you're watching this on Facebook within our healthy runner Facebook group, 
or on our Spark Healthy Runner YouTube channel. And I will answer them personally. Um, the fears and obstacles that, you know, Gretchen was experiencing. Um, she's just one of the many Spark winners that we have in our Healthy Runner coaching program, who has really accomplished some amazing things with her running and health. And I think, you know, hearing her story and sharing her experience will help you get through, you know, what you're struggling with right now. So Gretchen, if we can just kind of provide a little introduction of, you know, where are you from? Where do you call home? And um, tell us what you do. Yeah. Uh, so my name is Gretchen Hoke. I am actually uh, from Medina, Ohio, which is about a half hour south of Cleveland, uh, if anybody knows the Ohio area. I actually am a professor of journalism at Kent State University. So that's what I do uh, when I am not running. I am uh, teaching at Kent State. Um, so been, been sort of running like all my adult life, but didn't, um, you know, sort of like the two, three mile, just sort of staying fit kind of thing until a couple of years ago when I, I really got into it and started seeing how far I could, you know, how far I could go is <laughs> basically, basically it. Yeah. And how many, because I know you ran your first marathon last fall before we started working together. Um, how many half marathons, you know, did you run prior to that? Yeah. So I was actually this morning, I was, I was thinking Dwayne's going to ask me how many halves I've run. And so I was trying to get back there and count. Um, there was a couple there, there was like one or two virtual ones in there that I was forgetting. So as I was like gathering my, um, you know, my number, I was like, I swear there were more, um, but I am eight or nine, eight or nine half marathons at this point, um, had been running quite a few. And then obviously like everybody else, when COVID hit, got sort of stymied a little bit and then was back at it. So, yeah. So I really, I really love the half marathon distance. And um, like you said, I had did my first marathon in the fall, but um, really, really just love running halves there. They're a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. And I remember you actually posting about your first um, marathon last fall within our healthy runner community on Facebook. You've been in there for a while and mm -hmm. we've seen, you know, I remember seeing your post. Um, you have some great posts of you and your dog uh, <laughs> taking some selfies together as you grab your dog for usually your cool down miles um, yeah. after your run. And I've always like seen your face and your posts and I've just loved, you know, all of, you know, what you've been doing with your running. So it was, it was such a treat, honestly, for me um, to kind of get to work with you personally and get to know you a little bit better, um, through our coaching program. And yeah, let's kind of go kind of that to that moment. Um, you know, when you decided to kind of reach out before you started working with us, you know, what was the scenario you were facing, um, you know, with regard to your hip pain that you were having as well as the upper hamstring, uh, pain. Sure. So I had really started kind of, um, pushing the distance and, um, got into the mindset of sort of like, let's see how far I can go with this kind of thing um, in the in the spring of 2019. So I had, you know, just sort of like building miles. I had no idea what I was doing, uh, just running and working out and, and had gotten into this mindset of really wanting to push myself and, and really, you know, feel great physically and, and see, um, you know, see what I could do. So my cousin who'd been running marathons and half marathons for a long time was like, you should run a half marathon. And I said, okay, what do I do? And she's like, well, just keep building, you know, your long runs. And I'm like, okay. So, you know, without any knowledge, I hadn't really started reading or, you know, learning about running or anything. I set off to, to run my first half marathon. And in the process of that, about a month out from the actual race, 
I injured my hip the first time. So it was my right hip. And I think I joked with you is the, called it the upper butt muscle. It was, you know, I could <laughs> feel it right from my hip all the way to my, you know, to my back, you know, where my, you know, tailbone or not tailbone, but you know, the bottom of my spine is just that whole connector muscle. Really. I was doing an 11 mile long run and it just wham out of nowhere and I couldn't run. So, um, obviously now I know it was a complete overuse issue. I wasn't taking rest days. I was like, look at me, I can work out 12, 14 days in a row without a rest day, not really understanding that you can't do that <laughs> after a while. <laughs> um, so fortunately for me, you know, I'd set my eyes on this, um, half marathon and fortunately that happened about four or five weeks out from the half and I couldn't run it. It was, it was injured. I was, I was hurt. Um, and so I managed with about two weeks off, I managed to get back to, you know, to running and kind of sort of did the whole, like, look, hip, give me this race. And then I will go see a physical therapist. I promise you. Um, and that's, um, that's what I did. So I ran the first half, um, never having made it past 10 miles because I was trying to work up to 12 and never got there because of the hip. So, um, you know, I really gritted it out and sort of amazingly, I, I look back, I don't know. I mean, I didn't fuel, I didn't drink. I knew so little about what I was doing, but I did really well. <laughs> um, but I, you know, but I was hurt, you know, so I did manage to run that half. Um, and it didn't really hurt that much, but it was, it was almost like my body had said, yeah, okay, well, this was the agreement. Cause I swear like the next day I could barely walk. And I was like, okay, well, I told you, give me this half, I'll do the PT. So I did physical therapy. Um, and it, and it worked. Um, just one sorry, one moment there, Gretchen, just yeah. because I think you you overlooked a, a big part in that, you know, you really put mind over matter and <laughs> you know, you put the mental side and and that is so hard. Um, that is a difficult part that some runners struggle with is to kind of that mental side of racing to overcome mm -hmm. challenges. And clearly, um, that is one of your strengths because <laughs> yeah. if you know you didn't build up the training properly and you physically really weren't in the best shape and you were having pain, but you were still able to accomplish it, it just uh, speaks to your level of motivation and your <laughs> level of mental fortitude to overcome you know those challenges and those obstacles. And that is going to be a good trait for your future races uh, that will be upcoming that we'll talk about later. Um, yeah. but that is, that is something that I want to stress is like, you basically just had the mental wherewithal and, and grit to like, Hey, I'm going to grind this out. And I think a lot of people have been in your situation, especially when it comes to injuries. And sometimes we can do that. Um, and then after your race, so now you did actually see a physical therapist, right? So tell us about that. Yeah. So, and yeah, I think you're right. I think that is probably one of the reasons that I really love running is there is that level of, I am just going to do it. And, you know, kind of like feeling that amazement kind of in yourself knowing, all right, you're in no position to do this, but you're going to do it anyway, because you've put in, you know, the work. And um, so, yeah, there was a definitely, there was a, a huge piece of grinding it out. And I just went into it saying, you won't stop you're going to go and you're going to finish it. And, and I did. Um, so, so yeah, but I think that's one of the things that draws me to it is that challenge of, of mind over matter sort of thing, mind over miles, as they say. Um, so yeah, physical therapy was good. He, you know, fortunately I'm, I'm fortunate that I'm, I'm close to a, a physical therapy center that is very, it's a sports, it's like the PT center for sports medicine. So it's like, 
you know, the, the guy that I worked with, um, ran, uh, did triathlons or still does them. So I was fortunate in that I wasn't told to stop running, but I was very much told that what I had done was an overuse injury. So that's where I started to realize that if I was going to do this, I was going to need to, to start to learn what I was doing, you know, because as I went, I was going first, uh, I went three times a week and then we went down to two times a week. And then I finally got down to one time a week. And that was probably, so I ran the half in September, started right after that. So October, November, and most of December, I was in um, physical therapy, fixing, you know, the hip issue and it, and it did, you know, and it, and it worked and I was running while I did it, but I was um, confined to flat um, running and I'm in Ohio and there is no flat where I um, live with the exception of my, <laughs> my cul-de-sac. It's a real cul-de-sac and it's a mile. So literally I ringed my cul-de-sac over and over <laughs> again. And it was the most boring experience of my life. Um, and so, and I do have a treadmill. So there was treadmill miles in there too, you know, just trying to stay flat and, and allow that hip to heal. But I was like, if I have to run this cul-de-sac one more time, I'm going to scream. So I was excited when I was, you know, like sort of graduated into getting back to being allowed out <laughs> onto less, um, less fat, flat spaces. Um, so yeah, so it worked and, and the, the pain went away. And I was able to, to start running again, started running races again, um, you know, started getting into trail running, um, did a trail half and, and stuff like that. So, so yeah, it, it worked. And I was, um, you know, I was pain-free, um, at least in the hip standpoint for, for a while, which was good. Okay. So that kind of upper hip area. So this is in the backside, kind of in mm -hmm. like the glute or your SI joint area, uh, for those that are familiar with the SI joint. Um, so you got that pain relief and I, I thought you, you brought up another good point, um, that I do want to stress is that I am a firm believer in finding a practitioner that either is a runner themselves or really works with a lot of runners and understands the demands of running and the specific kind of treatment exercises, things that are really required for running. So for those that are listening, um, you know, find a good local practitioner who specializes in working with runners. It does make a difference from someone who has treated in hospital-based clinics, private practice clinics throughout my career. Um, there is a huge difference because we, as you know, I'll just speak to the physical therapy profession. We graduate with our DPTs, our doctoral degrees, um, as generalists. And, you know, we're able to screen and be able to go into any setting that can treat any population. So you can treat a stroke patient, you can treat um, pediatrics, you can treat geriatrics, right, uh, along the spectrum. And it, it is a generalist. So if, if someone is not familiar with the demands of running, they're not a runner themselves, they haven't taken continuing education courses and like treating running related injuries, um, it is a disservice to you because a lot of the information you usually get and Gretchen didn't, which was awesome is, you know, just stop running, like let your injury heal and then go back to running when I discharge you. And if you listen to any other uh, previous episodes, uh, you will know my take on that. And that is not the best really treatment for your injury, as well as your mental health and doing what you love, which is running, right? We all love to get out there and get those mental miles in. Um, all right. So that problem kind of gone away a little bit. Yeah. And then <clears throat> you did run the marathon itself. Yeah. Yeah. And I had started, um, prior to the marathon, you know, and I, uh, we had mentioned that, that I started having that sort of like upper hamstring issue. Um, that, that was part of that creeped up when the pandemic started. 
and I had blamed um, sitting. I, I blamed yes. it on sitting. I did, you know, so, yep. um, and that one definitely never stopped me from running. That was more of a non, you know, that was more of something that crept up and was bothering me when I wasn't running. And since obviously I only run a few hours a day at a time, you know, like, so the vast majority of the time that was hurting. Um, but yeah, so the, the, um, so I got to the marathon, um, and was training for that. And, um, obviously better, um, educated in terms of, all of that better fueling, better, you know, better training. I had a training plan um, and was doing really well, but then the other hip acted up. So probably I was in pretty, I want to say like my, I trained to 22, 22 miles. Um, that was part of my mental, like, you know, I could mm -hmm. picture, I could, I could see four miles in my head. I couldn't see six, you know, like I needed to know that I got to 22. So I think it was, so you're a type a runner, like most yeah. of us. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> okay. So like got I it. need to know, like I know many people can miles. relate. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it was either during like that 18 miler or that 20 miler and the hip started to get sore, but then it was my left hip. So it was the same pain. It wasn't the sudden severe pain that had stopped me from running, you know, previously, but it was sore. And the more I ran, the sore, sorer it got. Um, and so I kind of did the same thing again, was like, I just, you know, just let me run this marathon and I'll, and then I will fix you. But, you know, just like, you know, it was like, talk to your friend, the right hip. I told the right hip what I would do, you know, listen. So it wasn't, <laughs> um, I definitely didn't have to stop running, but it hurt. And I was doing a lot of rolling a lot of, and by then I was, you know, very much in, invested in the healthy runner um, you know, um, resources. So I'm, you know, rolling and I'm looking up through all the things, what are, and I started to do, you know, try to do some exercises, but I think my mistake there was that I had pretty much stopped strength training. I was so tired from the building of the miles that I was kind of like, mm, at this point, you don't need to strength train, you know, just rest on those days and, and whatever. Um, which I think obviously, I think in retrospect did a disservice to me because I think I should have been at least doing it like once a week still, you know, there's, you know, again, you live and learn sort of thing. So, mm -hmm. um, but, but yeah, but, you know, I, I managed to, to get through it and was able to do the marathon. Um, it was definitely hurting by the end of the marathon, but again, sort of that, you know, keep going, don't stop. You're almost there. Um, again, it helped that I had gone to 22 because by, by 22, I was, you know, I was in, I was pretty much, you know, baked, but I thought, you know what four miles is and it's, you know, you can do that. So, um, so I finished it and, um, was really proud. I never stopped despite the, you know, the, the things, you know, for the first half felt good. And then as the second half of the marathon waned on the hip really started barking at me. But, um, aside from this, there's a two mile uphill. If anyone is familiar with the Akron marathon, there is a two mile 18 to 20 that is violently uphill. I mean, like just the most awful and I knew it was coming, um, you know, you're mentally prepared for it, but it was, it was a tough haul and that's where the hip really started hurting. So I did sort of have to walk around that hill, get up those two miles and then, and then keep going. Um, but you know, again, I had, uh, I finished my, I think my, um, my hubris got the best of me because I ran the marathon felt really awesome. And didn't get the physical therapy that I told myself I would, cause I, I felt better. You know, I wasn't running all those miles. And a month later I ran a, um, a half marathon that was on uh, the towpath, which it's, it goes along a river, it's all flat. And so I, I'm going to use my training and I'm going to run this half marathon. And I did, and I ran it well. Um, but by then I was in, I was in some, some pretty good pain and now it was hurting all the time and I could still run, but it just hurt. And so, um, 
I had gotten to the point where I was just really busy. I was obviously more um, knowing more about your program and what you were doing. And we had talked a couple of times, but I got to a point where I was like, I need physical therapy. I said, I'd get physical therapy, but I don't have time. I just didn't have the time. It was very, very busy um, in, in November last year. And my, even my daughter actually was in physical therapy. She had hurt her back doing back bends because she's not a gymnast and is certainly <laughs> not built like one, um, but declared herself someone who was going to teach herself a back walkover. And so she was in physical therapy already. And I just, there was no time. And so that's when I reached out to you because I thought I need, I need help. I need to fix this the right way, but I don't have the time and the appeal with working with you was that I could do it when I could do it, I could get up at 5 a.m. and do these exercises when it fit my schedule versus having to try to figure out how I also got myself to physical therapy in addition to all my children's activities and work and, and her and my daughter's physical therapy. Um, so yeah, so that was about November and I had put it off long enough. And, and I think my hip was like, um, you promised, <laughs> you know, so um, we're not letting you out this time. <laughs> so Okay, so you were still just kind of recapping there, you've basically been in somewhat of an injury cycle, like you're highly motivated, you're looking to do hard things, you you are a busy working mom, you have two kids, right? Two kids? Yeah. Yep. yep. Two and children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you've done strength training before, because I've seen your gym in your basement, very impressive. <laughs> um, so you, you weren't unfamiliar with strength training exercise you built up for your first marathon, but now you've mm -hmm. had the cycle of like half marathon, marathon, half marathon. Hey, I'm getting this pain. Um, I, I'm in this kind of injury cycle. So you made a decision to kind of get some help on it. You mm -hmm. decided to do something a little different than you did last time, um, mm -hmm. mainly for a time factor. And you didn't have time to go to PT two to three times a week for four to six weeks or eight weeks, whatever um, yeah. it would take. And I remember our conversations and I guess, you know, were there any hesitations on joining the program? You know, I think just because I think my only hesitation was, um, you know, again, I hadn't met you in person. I'd never done, you know, virtual physical therapy. I, um, I had been lifting weights. I'd worked with, um, a, a, um, a personal trainer to learn how to lift weights. So I knew that I was, I had enough knowledge to be able to do whatever you would ask me to do. Um, but I think that was just my hesitancy was like, really, this is like an internet guy and he seems pretty knowledgeable, but like, you've never met him. And, you know, so I think that's, that was the, that was the only hesitancy. And so I, I know I asked a lot of questions and, you know, really sort of thought about it because I, um, you know, I was uh, sort of a leap of faith and that I'm committing to, a program that I had, you know, obviously I'd seen your videos, I'd seen your resources. So I knew that, um, you know, you weren't faking it, obviously, you know, I knew this wasn't all made up, but at the same time, I was like, I'd never met him. So what, you know, um, I think that was it. So, but I, I think, you know, just again, knowing that I had seen all of your resources and we had talked and I really felt comfortable with everything that we had been um, discussing. And I thought that you would be someone who would listen, who would um, you know, hear me out and, and let me work this into when I could. I think that was the probably the tipping point is, you know, you saying, yeah, we, if you've got a, if you've got X amount of time every day, we will do it in this amount of time every day. And, um, I thought, what the heck, you know, I'm not going to hurt more, <laughs> you know, right? right. I, you know, right. um, I'm not going to, you know, it's not going to get worse. And I only have, I, I need to do something to get it better. And I'm, you know, where I was, like I said, in terms of time and, and the ability to invest in it, I was like, this is my, 
this is my best option. So, you know, so go for it and, and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. And I, well, first off, I think that was the first time I've ever been called an internet guy. Um, so I don't know if that's a, a positive <laughs> yeah. thing or a negative thing. Like, yeah, have I made it in yeah. the world yeah. where people think I'm just not like normal human, Actual you know, human, running yeah. PT and coach that yeah. I'm like an internet guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I do remember, um, you know, some of the hesitations after our initial call. And, you know, this is something that is common. I think that when people, you know, sign up to work with us and I, you know, to your credit, you're like a very informed consumer. You ask very intelligent questions. I remember some of the questions you had asked me and I was like sending you voice memos back um, <laughs> answering those questions because they were like great questions um, in terms of like the flexibility with timing and you only having a certain number of you know, hours before you have to go to work and you can't, you know, run for more than an hour or do an hour and a half strength and run on the same day. And, you know, we had talked through some of those hesitations and I'm just so glad that we did that because you wouldn't be where you are today, you know, if we hadn't done that. This episode is brought to you by UCAN. UCAN Nutrition is powered by Superstarch and it delivers that steady, long lasting energy without the spike and then the crash. I had to take a moment to spark off this episode and share the exciting news of their long-awaited energy gel called UCAN Edge. UCAN Edge represents a quantum leap in how runners will fuel for their long runs and their races. It is the first and only on-the-go training fuel powered by Superstarch. Edge puts you in the ideal performance state by keeping blood sugar stable so you can work smarter and harder. The next generation of sports fuel has arrived, runners, and I've been using UCAN Energy during all of my long runs and races since its inception and love their new Edge Fuel as it is the most delicious energy gel you can find on the market and it's powered by their true, tried, and trusted super starch. So you can't go wrong with that. So since you are a part of our Healthy Runner community, you will get 20% off all of your orders at UCAN.co. Just use the code HEALTHYRUNNER during checkout when placing your order. Go ahead and give UCAN Edge a try for your next long run. Trust me, you won't regret it. I think mm -hmm. that's important to know is, you know, number one, before we ever have anyone join our program, you know, they're getting on a call with me because I want to make sure it's a good fit. And, um, you know, we've had some folks and there's only been a couple that kind of slipped through the cracks that weren't a good fit. And I, I didn't make the appropriate decision on the call, but there are many calls that I actually have with people. And I just know it's not going to be a good fit, um, whether or not they're truly not motivated and have the dedication like that you did um, mm -hmm. to actually fix the problem. Um, or they're just don't seem coachable that they're stuck in their ways and they want to do what they've been doing for the last two or three years and they're not getting faster and they're wondering why. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I knew you were a great fit. I knew, you know, the injuries that you were battling that we were going to be able to take care of that um, and also improve your running at the same time. Um, but I think it's important to know that, you know, we, we do have a conversation and we go back and forth and because it is an investment, right? It's a, it's pretty um, good investment for, you know, your running, your health, and we want to make sure it is the right fit um, if you are going to invest in a program like this. And quite frankly, we don't want to work with people who aren't invested in actually, you know, 
being coachable and taking care of the problem. And um, so I knew it was going to be a great fit, honestly, from day one when we had met. Um, so kind of just setting the table there. So like part one is kind of you're in this injury cycle. When we started working together, it really elapsed to kind of this right PHT pain, proximal hamstring tendinopathy that you were having mainly with sitting, you know, your commute into work 45 minutes was kind of was bad at that time. Um, you know, you, you told me in the beginning, your sitting tolerance is like 10 minutes really before you started feeling some pain. And this is very, very common. This is a common injury in many runners. Um, there's a lot of runners in our program who have had this pain and it usually doesn't, like you mentioned, depending upon level of irritability, actually limit your running unless it is really irritable. And then people start feeling it on the longer runs and then also with elevations. Um, so when they're going up hills usually, but it is something that limits with sitting, but mm -hmm. the strategies to get it better are included in your run plan and the you know, specific exercises that you get for this condition. And then you were also having this kind of like little, little combo here. We had two for one special where you had the yeah. left upper, upper butt, in that PSIS region, like your upper, upper glute. Um, and that was more achy pain with running. Um, mm -hmm. and you know, you said it hurt like after your runs, um, sometimes more after the runs than even during the runs. Mm -hmm. Um, and you were doing Advil, you were doing ice, you were doing some kind of Cobra stretches, um, yep. to kind of, you know, take care of that problem. So just if anyone is kind of battling, um, similar pains and issues just to kind of give them some context of what you were kind of battling during that, um, time period. Um, mm -hmm. so, while working together, you know, in our, you know, program here, what were some of the things you noticed kind of like right away um, that were helping and work well for you? Yeah, I think it, and it's funny because we, you know, we started with sort of that restore phase and you said, we're going to do these, you know, these exercises specifically to, to start to heal the parts of you that are hurting. And I think it was fortunate that I had been in physical therapy before because I recognize, you know, we weren't doing the same exercises, but I recognized, okay, this, this feels like nothing, but I know that it's doing something because I've gone, you know, through this sort of thing before. And, and, but I did still even have a little of that kind of, um, skepticism. I was like, well, really? Like, this doesn't even involve all weight. Like, how is this, you know, my own, you know, total, not, not really knowing I'm like, how is this even helping me? I'm not even lifting something, you know, right. but it wasn't, it was so quickly that things began to feel better <laughs> that I thought, okay, you know, now I, now I can't be skeptical anymore because, you know, these sort of like humblers and my leg going up and down a wall, um, this is actually doing something, you know, cause I could, I just started to feel better and I, um, and it really did start to help quite quickly. And I think I began to see that despite that I had been, you know, lifting weights and I had done legs and leg day, you know, for a while, but I was doing things that were like, you always talk about very specific to running and those other things that I had doing while great great for my legs weren't necessarily running specific. And, and I very quickly began to see that, wait a second, there is something to this. Um, you know, it's not just squats and, and whatever, like there's, there is something to these movements and, and to, to really concentrating on the, those types of muscles. So early on, I think, like I said, I was that sort of like, okay, whatever. Yeah, this is going to do something, but then it, then it was, you know, it was so quickly starting to, I could feel it. 
And I thought, all right, you know, <laughs> now I feel bad about being skeptical because this is actually working. Um, so, so yeah, I think those were some of my, you know, that was just sort of the initial thing is that first sort of like skepticism and then very quickly realizing that, you know, this little group, there was something to this little blueprint that you had given me. Um, and um, I was, I was willing to, you know, to stick with it because I was seeing the merit of it pretty quickly. Yeah. And that's very common, by the way, for you to feel what you were feeling. And I know many of our clients uh, feel the same way. And if you remember like on that first, you know, kind of run body performance assessment that we did, and I try to do my best to kind of educate you on, you know, why we're doing what we're doing during this restorative phase. And, you know, it is so important to kind of teach your brain how to activate the proper muscles. And that's kind of the goal is to kind of turn those on. And that's what PTs do a wonderful job at, um, especially if you're going to someone who is actually like watching the exercises that you're doing in the clinic. Um, and, you know, is really teaching you how to activate those muscles. Um, the problem that I see in really the rehab of runners is kind of bridging that gap of going from how do we activate and now how do we load and how do we progress and build strength? Um, so that's one of the things that kind of I love about our program is that, you know, I designed it with that intention to kind of activate first and then strengthen over time and progress that strengthening. So then in the long run, pun intended, you are stronger for the long run, right? Um, So, okay. So that those are some of the things that you noticed that, Hey, I I was initially thinking like, you know, these exercises seem kind of easy. I'm not even using a weight. Like, is this going to work? But then once your pain levels kind of decreased and you were like, Hey, this is actually working. Then you're kind of all in and, and kind of, uh, you know, believing in what we were doing. And yeah. so let's talk about kind of like we talked about part one is like you're struggling with this reoccurring hip issue, hamstring issue. Part two is kind of you've been through, you know, the program itself. Um, you know, what did you wind up accomplishing at the end of the 16 weeks of you and I working together, you know, by the end of the program? Um, and where was your running at that point? Yeah, I, um, you know, I just feel again, that, that pain, you know, was gone. Thankfully, um, it was, you know, just from a, you know, getting it off your mind standpoint, it was great to be able to run without all this hip pain and sort of fearing that in that injury is coming again, you know, sort of always having that, like, oh, is this going to become something that stops me from running? Is this going to become something, um, you know, not having to have that mental sort of pressure of wondering, like listening to your body with every step you take, what was that? What was that? Um, and then just from the, you know, the hamstring portion, just really being able to drive a car was lovely. Um, you know, and being able to sit when I needed to sit was lovely. You know, I was worse than a toddler. I was just shifting and always moving and standing when you should be sitting, you know, why are you standing? Well, I don't want to sit. It hurts. Um, you know, all of those things having gone away. Um, I think I didn't even realize the sort of mental effort it was taking to kind of always be thinking about those things. Um, because I, you know, I really do want to run and for a lifetime, I want to do this until I'm, you know, uh, you know, too old to, or until someone tells me I should probably stop and then I'll probably bike instead, you know, but (laughs) I, um, you know, so I want to be able to do that and to be able to not be thinking about these like pains as potential barriers to that is, is a great mental load um, you know, sort of off of your, your brain for lack of a better way to put it. Um, but I think, 
you know, I've also really noticed, and I was, you know, I was just thinking about it the other day um, because I ran the, um, uh, the, I ran a half a couple uh, of weeks ago, a very hilly half. And I was truly amazed at the difference in how my legs felt, because I think even in those even when we started, you know, with the weight bearing stuff and, and getting into the, the different phases of the strength program, I was still kind of like, okay, this doesn't really feel like gym work. You know, I'm using these bands and I'm doing these things. And, but all of a sudden I, I you know, I'm running that half and I'm like, why I, I wasn't, my legs were not tired. And it was just a really kind of odd, very exciting feeling because I went up and down and up and down, you know, the whole time. And I, you know, wasn't tired. My legs weren't tired and I would go up and down those hills and hit the next one. And it wasn't, it was just really enjoyable. And, um, that I think is the, the biggest thing that I've noticed is just the strength in my legs. And it kind of crept up on me <laughs> because again, you're not really thinking about it. I'm, you know, I'm doing these exercises that I'm, I'm told to do and I'll do them because, you know, I've committed to this, to this program. And I believe in what you're telling me, but then it's sort of that all of a sudden aha moment going, oh, wait, this is, this did something, you know, this is, this is working. Um, and so I, yeah, I think that was my biggest takeaway is just, I could, I could feel the strength. I could feel the difference. And um, I think that also gives me more confidence in that I'm not one step away from another injury. I'm, you know, I feel resilient. I feel stronger and, and that's been great too. Yeah. So taking away some of that fear of like, Hey, um, if I run this, you know, mile a little faster, I'm going to start feeling my pain again. Or if I run, you know, this distance on this long run, is my pain going to come back and just, you know, taking that off of, off of the table and not having to worry about it is definitely something that can be very, you know, reassuring your, your runs don't turn into stress, right? We should be running to decrease stress, not increase yeah. stress. Um, and the strength part, I just love hearing that because from someone who, you know, started out in the gym, I was a gym rat, you know, for 15 years before I even started running. Um, that's always been something I've taken for granted. And when, you know, even folks like yourself who have been doing strength training, um, really get into like the running specific strength exercise that are in our program. And, you know, I just love hearing that, that you your runs feel more effortless. Like you don't feel so hard. It doesn't feel hard to get up a hill. It, you know, your legs aren't the limiting factor. And like, I love when people are telling me like, Hey, it's my breathing. That's the limiting factor now. Right. Or like my aerobic capacity. And like, I just don't have the cardio there. Um, because the legs and, you know, just curing that problem, so to speak, and taking care of that, um, I just love, love hearing that. Um, and what would you say, you know, was one of the things that you liked, you know, best about the program? It worked really well for you um, during our time working together. I think it was that sort of combination of allowing me that autonomy to just do it when I was able to do it, um, but also having that, that guidance. So, you know, I'm a, a highly independent, highly autonomous person. So, I want to be able to do things when I can do them. And I think that the program allowed me to do that, but there was also a real responsiveness to my, you know, my questions or, or my needs for lack of a better way to put it. I remember when we first started the strength program and you had given me one and it was too long. And I, you know, mm -hmm. I just, you know, texted or emailed and I said, Hey, you know, this is awesome, but I just don't have the time. And 
within, it was within 24 hours, I had a new strength program that had pulled out the pieces that I didn't need and that would be able to be done in an hour. And I thought that was great because I don't know what to lose out of that program. You know, that's, I don't have the expertise to be able to say, well, which one of these could I not do? And you did that. And, you know, I think that that was, that was really great. And the same thing with, um, I think there was one time where I was supposed to run like 12 miles or something. And I had texted and I was like, look, I gotta be honest. I'm, I'm pretty beat. Can I, can I do a down week? You know, could I still do a long run, but one that's not so long. Cause I'm feeling like I need a bit of a down week. And, and you were like, yeah, boom, here it is, you know, do this instead. And I really liked that because I had a voice in it. And there was a responsiveness to, you know, what I was saying I needed or, or did or couldn't do um, while also allowing me the autonomy to go out and do it when, when it worked for me. Um, so I think that was, you know, that was really great. There was um, that a great, just a great combination of being able to, to do it my way, if you will, <laughs> but within the, you know, the, the helpful structure of, of guidance and, and knowledge that's outside my own knowledge base. Right. So really providing that flexibility you needed um, to be able to focus on the things you needed to focus on um, as opposed to someone else, right? Another runner um, who is going through our program. And yeah, that's what I've loved about our kind of personalized one-on-one -on -one coaching because, and I'm not sure if you even knew this, but you know, prior to this program, like we used to do a lot of team-based coaching and it was a little bit more because there was more people in it. It was kind of more pre-formatted. Like we classified you based upon your intake, whether you were at like beginner level, intermediate level or advanced level. And it was like three programs and these are the exercises these people got. These are the run, the run plan that they got. Um, and that's one of the things that I've really enjoyed um, in working with our kind of one-on-one -on -one personalized approach is, yeah, we're going to basically, you know, provide you the clarity that you need to focus on. Like, what are your sticking points for you? It was this hip pain, this hamstring pain. And like, how do we overcome that hurdle? How do we continue to improve in your running with the time constraints that you had with the kids, with work, with having limited number of hours a day to actually get your runs in, get your workouts in, and you had big marathon goals. So it's like, how do we take all these variables and really focus on, and that's kind of what we do in our program is kind of take the guesswork um, away from that. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad that's been helpful for you. And I do remember, uh, redoing your plan. I was like, I remember when you had said that and you were almost like a little hesitant to ask. And I was like, Oh no, I got this. Like, yeah. I love that. and I love that challenge of, you know, creating a program and designing a program because that's one piece of what we do. Um, and our program is the design standpoint. And there are other like run coaches out there who just like design plans and then just give them to people. Um, mm -hmm. We don't do that just because we don't feel that's going to give you the result that you really need um, to make those in-game modifications like we had to make, right? So we were yeah. making modifications um, as we were going along and then providing that support, accountability, right? And, and yeah, there were many modifications we had to make. We had a little non-running related injury. Yeah. That we had to deal with. <laughs> Um, 
but yeah, that's, that's what I love about, you know, what we're doing and, you know, can you just speak to, I know you just started working with coach Whitney in our longevity yeah. program, but what are some of the things that you're seeing? And obviously, you know, you're happy with the results that you got, um, you know, with our programming decided to continue and now, yeah. and this is somewhat, you know, for which you initially came into the problem with that PhD pain, which I was like, all right, I got this. I've gotten so many <laughs> runners better from this condition. Like yeah. this is like, I, I pretty much guarantee you, you're going to get rid of this pain, right. And work on your running. But then by the end, you didn't have any pain. So I'm like, you know, you don't necessarily need me as a running physical therapist and run coach to work with. And that's where, you know, the coaches in our team come into play. And, you know, you really had goals of still running a marathon. And because of that, kind of other non-running related injury, um, <laughs> you know, we had to put that on hold, which was a very smart decision, by the way. And mm -hmm. you really wanted to focus on like a fast half marathon and then a fall marathon. So mm -hmm. I was like, coach Whitney is going to be the best person to actually get you to that and those goals. And then you still have me here on the team. If, if for some reason, you know, knock on wood, right. Any yeah. of those do wind up coming back um, injury wise, but how has that been going for you? You know, what are the things that you've noticed? I know it's, you know, it hasn't been too long that you've been working with mm -hmm. her, but you know, what are the things that you've noticed so far? Uh, yeah, I think, um, you know, I think for anybody who's hesitant about getting into something like this, when I was first still trying to decide if I should start working with you, you know, I was talking to my husband about it and he said, you know, look, this is your thing. This is what you do. Invest in it. It doesn't make any sense to not. And I think I had working with a running coach in general, I'd always sort of kicked that idea around, but been like, eh, you know, it's money. I could look on the internet. You know, I'm, you know, well-researched. I'm no dummy. I can do this, Right. but right. it's, but it makes sense. You know, I've just deciding sort of jumping in and working with Whitney. I'm asking, saying to myself, I probably should have done this sooner. Um, because I think it, her knowledge is going to always, you know, a good coach's knowledge is going to exceed mine. It's going to exceed what I'm able to learn myself. And, you know, I may be a smart individual, but I am not a certified run coach. And so there is only so far I'm going to be able to take myself and that coach, you know, like Whitney has more knowledge and she can take me further. And so I feel like it's definitely, I was beginning to believe I had gotten myself as far as I was going to be able to do so on my own. And these past couple of weeks working with Whitney have sort of shown me that that was a good decision that yes, she's got more for me. And she, someone like Whitney can help me get better, get faster, but in the right way so that I don't injure myself again. You know, my, my dedication and sort of grit, I, I, I am prone to overtraining. I'll push through whatever you tell me to push through unless you tell me to not to. Um, so I think it's a smart decision because I can see the logic in what she's having me do. And I understand it and it's things I never would have thought of to do, but yet I see already that they're going to lead me to improving, to improve my speed, to, you know, improve my, my capacity to, to do all these things. So, um, so yeah, I definitely feel like it's something I am confident was the right decision because it's an, it's a wealth of knowledge. I just don't have. And, um, you know, I think it, you have to sort of admit there is only so far you can take yourself. And if you want to reach these big goals, it's important to get the right type of resources and invest in the right type of resources in order to make those goals happen. Oh, so well said, so well said. Um, and yeah, that is one of the things that we, 
help a lot of uh, runners in our community is kind of help them from beating themselves up, right? Or kind of being, you know, a lot of my clients will say, it's like, I'm my own worst enemy. Like I'll start adding in miles, you know, in the training plan, or I will, you know, run these runs too fast. And I need someone to kind of rein it in for me, right? And make sure that I am doing the right things. uh, So I don't get, you know, this, you know, fill in the blank reoccurring injury that I've been dealing with. Um, So if you guys are listening to this right now and you are ready to take action and get the accountability you deserve to honestly unlock, you know, your greatest potential as a runner like Gretchen did, uh, we would love to work with you um, on getting stronger, running faster, and, you know, enjoying lifelong injury-free running. Um, We have the same program that Gretchen just described to you, our 16-week one-on-one healthy runner coaching program, where we provide support structure, accountability um, from experts, you know, in the health and running industry. And we give you personalized, easy to follow plans tailored to your unique needs and your busy lives. Um, So you can learn more about our program. I have a little behind the scenes video tour of our coaching program. And you can hear from, you know, other athletes who have been in our program who are struggling with many of the problems that you're probably struggling with um, yourself and, you know, the same sticking points that you're having in your training, whether it is an injury or it is, you know, you're just not getting faster. Um, So if you want to learn more about that, um, just head and go to learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com forward slash coaching. And you can learn more about the program. You can book a call with me where we'll get on a phone call, just like I did with Gretchen. And we'll see if you're a good fit. Um, Like I said, you know, we're very selective and we only take a limited number of runners in our program um, because it is very personalized. So there are a limited number of slots. So if you are interested, head to the website there, um, you know, book a call with me and I would love to chat with you. So Gretchen, thank you so much for taking the time today out of your busy day. I know it's finals week. Um, finals and all that, yeah. So Got to get grades in and all that fun stuff. <laughs> but this was fun. Uh, you know, it was nice to have you on the podcast. Um, and, you know, with just knowing you for a while now, I feel like I knew you right before you were in the program. <laughs> and now I really know you. And now you're in our coaching community. Um, so I just love that aspect. And hopefully... I've, I've, you know, increased my status now to not only being like an internet guy. No longer just an internet guy. (laughs) Awesome. But uh, yeah, thanks again for coming on. And um, I appreciate you taking your time. Well, thank you for the uh, invite. I enjoyed it. All right, guys. So as always, let's stay active, let's stay healthy, and let's just keep on running until next time. Thanks so much for listening. And if you found this content valuable, here's four ways I can help you grow as a runner for free. One, grab a free copy of my Spark Blueprint at programs.sparkyourtraining.com. Two, follow my Instagram page at sparkyourtraining. Three, join my free group by searching Healthy Runner in Facebook. Four, subscribe to my YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash sparkyourtraining. Five, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more influential runners and bring those lessons back to you here. Don't forget, hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or the follow button on Spotify so you don't miss the next episode of Healthy Runner to help you get stronger, 
faster so you can enjoy lifelong injury-free running. Lastly, if you are ready to invest in becoming a lifelong injury-free runner and want one-on-one structure, accountability, and support from our Healthy Runner coaching team, check out the behind-the-scenes video tour of our coaching program and the stories from many of our athletes who are struggling with the same sticking points that you are right now. Just head to programs.sparkyourtraining.com forward slash coaching. Thank you again, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart that I appreciate you for listening. Now go and crush your run today.